Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, July 16th. Uh, we are here to do a review, finally, on Across the Spider-Verse. Woo! <laughs> all right, then. Not time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, we're trying to. We're getting back into it. We're we're working our way that way. We're we're progressing. We're progressing forward, y'all. Uh, anyways, with that being said, let's get well meters. Let's just jump out of the gate. Let's get well meters. What is y'all's whelming on this movie? Uh, mine is honestly overwhelmed. Like I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this one and the the first one. Um, and it was the point of like, I I realized how long it was was going but i didn't want it to end and also at the same time i was like how are they like we're gonna be here for like six hours trying to finish this movie <laughs> and uh yeah it, it just i was like i didn't want it to end but then to find out that there was it, it was i didn't realize it was a part one movie i don't know if that's a spoiler or not but i didn't realize that going into it <laughs> yeah they back to the future does yeah yeah I am pleasantly whelmed by this, and I like the first one better, and it's due to two reasons. One, I don't like cliffhanger endings. I hate them. <laughs> uh, just because I'm like, you got me. You're gonna, I'm gonna see the third one. Like, I don't need you to, like, leave it hanging <laughs> on a cliffhanger to, like, get me to see the third one. And we'll get into it, but I don't... There's something that happens in this movie that I'm like, Peter Parker and the thousands of Peter Parkers that are there would absolutely not go along with this. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I, I like to say that this movie is great. Like it's a work of art. It is so fucking like a achievement of itself to like do this different animation and art styles and all sorts of stuff. It is so fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So Richard answered the question that I was going to have was, which one did y'all enjoy more? So, Jeremy, which one out of the two, the first one and this one, which one did you enjoy more? Yeah, that's, honestly, it's a hard one. Um, How hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, 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 I guess I'd probably still have to I may I may lean towards the the first one. Um, I really don't know though. <laughs> They're both good. <laughs> That's not an answer. <laughs> I claim Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> Just see all of the above. All I know is my gut says maybe. <laughs> all all signs lead to sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I too am like uh, whelmed to overly whelmed on this great, great cartoon. I'm echoing a lot of what Richard was saying as far as like the art styles being different and things like that and mixing them all together. I would also say like the story wise, great story, lots of uh, not lots of twists, but like really good twists and turns and stuff like that. And as we go on doing a review of this, We'll see how this was like planned out, you know, ahead of time, talking about different things that happened in the first movie and whatnot like that. So I'm enjoying that, that like it's, there's so much more that's like planned out in this. It seems like they, they've put way more thought into this than they have, you know, El Muerto and Craven and <laughs> <laughs> anything other Sony Disco picture. Hustler and whatever else. Who? Which. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so yeah I, i'm gonna go with whelm overly whelm like this was just I, this was great uh i got to take my son to go see it he thoroughly enjoyed it in fact the the other two movies that he's seen so far this year were super mario brothers and shazam fury of the gods and i said all right well you know name them out which one's which one's top of your list he's like oh spider versus at the top i said okay cool 
I said, what's what's second? He's like, Shazam. I said, really? So <laughs> Super Mario. He's like, no, I like Super Mario, but doesn't beat Shazam and and Miles. I was like, okay, cool. There you go. All right. Wow. Then. Right? I was pretty I was pretty shocked about that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Cause I figured I haven't seen Super Mario, but I figured that was gonna be a tough one to beat. So it's just it was different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I feel just the difference alone would was gonna be make it a tough one to beat. So cool. I prefer this one to the first one. And I prefer this one to the first one because of the pace of the movie for the most part. And like Miles is already established. Yeah. And he has proven himself to essentially be the Spider-Man. I like that he's not necessarily really learning anymore. He's pretty much honed in his powers for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would say he's about 90% of the way there with his powers is what it seems like. So I, that's why I enjoy this more. This is not a beginnings movie. But this is definitely a different movie than, like, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and that will lead me into the synopsis that I wrote. Congratulations, everybody. You'll get to see my writing. So here we go. At least hear it. Not see it, but hear it. <laughs> the sequel to the highly revered Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We follow Miles from Earth-1610 and Gwen from Earth-65 and their intertwined but separate stories. This time around, Miles has proven himself to be quite the Spider-Man. Gwen, on the other hand, is struggling this time around, but not to be Spider-Woman, but to be the daughter, friend, and possibly love interest that she would like to be. Cool. That's all I got. I don't know what to tell y'all. That was that was a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so first appearances, and this is not going to be long because hot damn at the spider people that were in this. Uh, I've just picked out a handful that were like main spider people. So here we go. Miles Morales, Ultimate Fallout number four, Spider, Ghost Spider, Spider Gwen, Spider Woman, however you want to call her. It's a Spider Verse number two from 2014. Spider-Man 2099. Amazing Spider-Man 365 if you want the preview or Spider-Man 2099 number one if you want the what I consider to be the actual first period. Spider-Man India, uh, Spider-Man India number one. Anarchic Spider-Man, hashtag AKA Spider-Punk. Amazing Spider-Man number 10 from 2015. Peter B. Parker, Amazing Fantasy number 15. Spot. Peter Parker's The Spectacular Spider-Man number 98 from 1985. There you go. That's it. Cool. Nice. <laughs> All right. So likes, dislikes. What did y'all think of this movie? Uh, no, well, that's that's a lot. <laughs> it's just kind of like, all right. <laughs> just get the ball rolling. I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, just the, I guess the first one there with the spot coming in, I thought his... Like introduction as a villain was was great. Like it was just <laughs> it was lighthearted, but it was um I like how he grew and like grew into his powers and grew into his like understanding of it all. Yeah. And I mean that to to have um yeah, to, to him to even like really understand the way the whole multiverse kind of worked almost a little bit, like that was that was crazy. And seeing him like develop that. Um, but yeah, I thought it, their first, their first interaction was, just, was just great. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I agree. I know that we haven't seen like his full potential yet, but my note on him was surprisingly good villain. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I know there's like, he's grown ways more from, from beginning to end of this movie. Uh, and actually around the third act, he just kind of disappears. And, you know, Miguel kind of takes up that mantle as we go along with the rest of the story. But I liked how we saw like the other Earths that Sony, I guess, is possibly thinking about messing with or has messed with because we got the uh, the teller from the Venom universe. That's the lady he stole the gum from. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mrs. I can't remember her name now. I've not seen it, so I don't know. I want to say it's Mrs. Wong, but that's not it. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I is she Sorcerer Supreme there? <laughs> no, <laughs> or she's scroll. She's probably better than. <laughs> Grove. All right. Uh, you get one. You get one. <laughs> Jeremy's got that down pat. I think he can do it at will call now. Yeah, I like the uh the spot. John Jonathan own, but yeah, he um he mentions I like how he says he's like handsome. One of the notes I wrote down was like he's considered handsome for scientist standards. 
<laughs> which I think that's funny. <laughs> um, also, I there's something, there's a connection, or there's something that that Lord Miller, the the writers and directors of this film, with him being hit by a bagel, which has a yes. hole in it. Oh, that's funny. Like it's a it's a food that has a hole in it, and he of him <laughs> in of himself has holes in him. So there's some kind of connection there, but I love that. Um, yeah, and I think the spot's great. I love his development of villain of the week at the start, and then he's like an eldritch horror by the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I love the artwork change on him. Same. Like, I'm glad they changed it up because it went from. I don't know. It, it just kind of went from like a, a mundane villain to like a horrific creation there at the end. And the art style just reflected that to me. Yeah. My favorite Spider-Man out of this whole thing was Hobby. Yeah. Spider-Punk. I had no yeah. like interaction with this guy whatsoever in comic books. I never, cause I'm not a Spider-Man fan, but just his attitude and the way he looks at everything with that punk rock style. I was like, you know what? This motherfucker here, this motherfucker gets it. I yeah. like him. I do too. I, I didn't think I would like him. And at first I kind of didn't when he showed up, but then like when, when they're at uh, Nueva New York or wherever it's called, Nueva New York, I forget what it's called. Anyway, uh, when they're in Miguel O'Hara's like world, and he's just like ripping shit off the walls to eventually build the watch. Uh, and he's, you know, he's talking about Mayday Parker and how like, uh, you know, I like, I salute you. She's an anarchist. She's literally like shitting on the man or something like that. Like, I just fucking, I was like, all right, I love this guy. <laughs> well, I like that he's smarter than like he puts on too. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, there's the whole, they're trying to build the whole tension or what sexual tension, whatever it is you want to call it relationship tension between Miles, Hobby, and Gwen. And it's like, and he makes the comment of like, I'm here to save my my drummer. Like, of course the, she's the drummer of like, you know what I mean? Of course they sit there and jam out. Why would they not? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a, a thing going on between Gwen and, and Hobby. I don't um, think so either. But yeah, yeah, I just, he was definitely, I agree, like the MVP of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't even in it like a whole, whole lot either, which no. I was like, that makes it kind of even better, honestly, that he, mm -hmm. that would be his style of just like, okay, fine. You need me. Here I come. All right, let's get this over with and done. I'm out. So I like that. Uh, the only other one that would take it for me would be uh, Mayday Parker. I thought she was great. I love <laughs> the little baby. Yeah. you <laughs> around and shit. Yeah. This is great. I want her little toboggan hat. I want that thing. <laughs> I want it so bad. I'm like, please, just someone make that. Sell it. I want it. <laughs> when she took that thing and pulled it down yeah. over her eyes, I was like, yes. It's so adorable. Like, and she's <laughs> she's drawn like adorable looking. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it as well. She looks like a little Mary Jane. I will say that. Like, she is pretty adorable. Yeah. <laughs> y'all's favorite. Well, uh, what's y'all's favorite? I'll start with there's a there's a bunch that I love and it's mostly like the art stuff like I like the very my notes are all structured kind of like how the movie goes along so like at the first I love Spider Gwen's universe and how it's like a mood ring whenever like that moment when she hugs her father uh, yeah. and like the 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 colors radiate from them and changes I just love that it's so cool to me um I love the design of the vulture the like renaissance oh, vulture yeah. um <laughs> it's like a almost like a like a newspaper clipping almost like moving yeah around he's, he's supposed to be like a da vinci drawing parchment yeah. or something yeah yeah, yeah that, that's what she even mentioned she's like are you made of parchment <laughs> <laughs> quit playing with fire don't you know you have a lot of paper around <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they uh they also a cool little like spider ham reference miguel when fighting when miguel shows up which that uh, just <laughs> i fucking love that score for i hate miguel o'hara i hate spider-man 2099 i hate him in this movie uh, he but he's he's being his character he's a dick i don't like him at all but that score is fucking awesome I, as yeah. soon as i heard it i was like this sounds amazing anyway miguel mentions when he's fighting uh vulture that he has hammer space which i looked that up that's apparently a term it's either called hammer space or mallet space but it refers to like looney tune characters 
that can like store <laughs> a hammer in like their pocket and then they uh, pull out like a giant mallet. So I think yeah. that's like a reference to Spider Ham because he cuts off the wing and then he pulls out like a new one and he's like, he's got hammer space. Anyway. Well, did y'all's... Okay, so rumor is, by the way, that there's two different versions of this movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to get to that at the end, but yeah, they released at least two different versions. I, the articles that I found is just comparing the two different versions. But I, okay. someone has said, I've read somewhere that said that there's possibly a third one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So where's That's, the, what's the different versions? All right, hang on. I got to pull that article up. <laughs> <laughs> While you're getting to that, though, what brought me to this, like, asking this question what, or saying that was that in my showing down in the bottom right hand corner, there did like the asterisks that they do in like comic books. Yeah. And they gave kind of like a definition of it. Like if you're able to read fast and I'm not because I'm like whatever stupid when it comes to reading. Um, but like <laughs> it said something about like a, a not dark dimension, but it was like, a, it was some kind of dimension or whatever, like a, a portable dimension, like mm. where they would be able to pull it out of. So like it gave like a definition oh, of Sorry. what, that was yeah the hammer space i apologize yes yeah yeah uh so there's 11 differences per screen rant the first one is miguel o'hara and gwen stacy's first interaction uh when gwen asks the spider-man 29 2099 is blue panther to which the futuristic uh <laughs> variant answers that's funny this particular exchange does not happen in the other versions uh number 10 is the scene with miguel o'hara asking lila for backup uh, I read this part. She takes a selfie with him instead of like make like she puts bunny ears on him um, when taking a selfie. Okay. The scene where Spider-Man 29 fights the vulture, uh, you see he has like fangs and he's about to like bite the vulture. Yeah. That doesn't happen at all in the other version. Just the helicopter shows up like a little bit earlier. Um, that's the, that's This is the version what you're talking about. That's the version that I saw. Yeah, it's the version I saw as well. Okay. Um, the, the scene where Jefferson is fighting the spot, uh, he falls into the portals, gets up and complains and looks around him. And the other version of the film only briefly shows Jefferson's face for a frame before cutting back to the Spider-Man and the spot fighting. Uh, number seven is the spot dialogue during his introduction. Um, da -da -da, the villain says, now look at me in one of the across the Spider-Verse versions and the other version, the spot says, Give me back my foot as he gets confused by his own portals. Both lines play out in a comedic way. Anyway, moving on. Number six, the spot dialogue during the hologram sequence. Uh, see here. Uh, do, 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 do. The spot says, which would, not, which would not be good while contemplating what would happen if he puts his finger into the mini collider. In the other across Spider-Verse version, the spot says, oh, what the heck before activating the device? This is when Gwen is using like the hologram to like yeah, recreate yeah. the scene. Um, I like the what would not be good. That would not be good. I like that one yeah. better. There's uh, number five is Miles Morales' dialogue about chai tea with Spider-Man India. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man calls on Miles Morales saying chai tea, which it would be the same as calling it TT. Miles embarrassed, embarrassedly apologizes, yet says... Uh, in the Across Spider-Verse version, different. In one of them, he simply says, no, no, when uh, Parviter, man, that's a hard, that's a hard fucking name to say, um, asks if he always says things like coffee, coffee. So instead of, he says, sorry, in one version, in the other version, he says, no, no, like, haha, like, TT, yeah. coffee, coffee. Um, so, hold on, while, while we're on that one, real quick. Uh, what, I think that's so funny though that they had that in there because when he first meets Spot, his first dialogue to Spot is, "Why do they say ATM yeah. machine? The M is for machine." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're saying, you know, machine, machine. So it's like a double it, negative. Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, well, being a car, it's like saying you need def fluid for your truck. It's diesel exhaust fluid. Mm. People, no. people say death fluid and it's it's in the it's in the acronym it's diesel exhaust fluid fluid <laughs> got you got, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah. do it for a lot of things actually yeah. there's another one that I can't remember that's kind of like ATM machine anyway uh, number four is the scene when Gwen looks for Miles in the rubble 
Gwen looked for a friend in the rubble, fearing that Miles could have died in one of the across one of the versions playing in theaters. Gwen has a few lines when she's searching for Miles. In the other version, Gwen has no lines while she's looking for Miles. Um, three hobbies introduction is in one of them, the comic book like text saying hobby appears above the character's head after Miles realizes what was uh what was the hobby Gwen was referring to. In other versions, there is no text over the spider punk as he first appears. Uh this one I had heard about originally before they revealed that were other ones is the Ben O'Reilly is number two. Ben O'Reilly's dialogue changes. Uh it says, I've got you trapped in my well-defined musculature, so don't even is what he says in one. <laughs> And then another one, he says, this one is called the sleeper holder. I'm using my bicep to constrict your, and then it gets cut off because Miles stops him. And the last number one is Mary Jane's dialogue with Peter B. Parker. And one, she says, hi, uh, before he asks him, how was work? In another version, she, uh, he says, hi, uh, and then Mary Jane asks Peter, how was work as soon as he enters the scene? The outcome's the same, but Peter deciding not to mention the Spider Society adventures with Mayday. So anyway, those By are the way, all the 11. I fucking hate Ben Riley. You hate like Ben Riley or you hate like this version of Ben Riley? This version. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Fucking <laughs> fucking hate it. Every I figured a lot of people love Ben Riley. I like the 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 Spider like the Clone Saga is what got me out of Spider-Man. So I fucking yeah. hate Ben Riley. <laughs> He's got a cool costume. He's one of the few yes. uh, spider costumes that I think has a dope AF costume. Spider Gwen is another one. Um, I hate Ben Riley. I, I loved how they, his like inner dialogue is his outer dialogue. <laughs> He's so fucking emo in this and I couldn't stand the shit. Well, that's because it is very like, he's very much his 90s character just kind of uh, brought to life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where, I mean, where did they release these different, ver- I mean, is it, could we have gone to any movie theater and possibly seen a different, different version? Yeah. I, the, the part that I haven't found out is where I think they just did it randomly. I know, huh. I know they fixed to, so when I saw it, when it first came out, um, or close to it. I take that back because anyway, um, they the there was like the audio qual- like there was something going weird going on with the audio because it was really hard to hear anybody. It was like a fucking Christopher Nolan movie, and <laughs> they I had read that they had like redid it and you could actually hear the dialogue again because I found Hobby's like thick British accent really hard to understand, and then yeah, with yeah. that like audio kind of issue it was barely like able to hear it but um watching it again it's been fixed so that that was nice but yeah anyway so jeremy it seems like me and richard saw the same movie like when you were listening to all the stuff that he was saying did it sound like you saw the first like the first example that he was getting out of stuff or the second uh yeah it's, it sounded like it was the same one that y'all okay. had like that first version so. got you okay I wonder if that's the more mainstream one then. Like, yeah. It seems like it has more stuff in it almost. Yeah, it does. So, especially the, like, to me, the, the Miguel having fangs is a very, like, you kind of need that in there because they make a comment about him being like a evil vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, I think that's a Morpheus, uh, a Morpheus, a Morbius reference. I was wondering if they were like going inheritors. Where is it? When, when Gwen and Miles are talking about while they're like web swinging through the city, she mentions that Miguel is like a ninja vampire Spider-Man, but a good guy. Miles replies, a vampire good guy? I'd pay to see that. And I was like, I think this is a reference to Morbius, but nobody <laughs> except for Miles would pay good money to see that. <laughs> Speaking of like, I guess, was it breaking the fourth wall, whatever the deal is as far as that goes, if you watch, did y'all notice what his roommate was playing when he was like heading out the window to go face spot? Yes. I'm, I don't remember exactly. I remember seeing something, but I don't remember exactly what it was. 
He's playing this Sony Spider-Man game. He had like okay. the Iron That's Spider armor on it looked like. He was playing the sequels. Insomniac Games has confirmed that he was playing the game that is not even out yet. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that those were actual like I don't know, like screenshots or whatnot, uh, recorded screens of someone playing the game that they put in the movie, but it's supposed to be the sequel game. That's cool. Uh, cool. Because a lot of people have figured out that in the new game, you're going to have the, you could, if you had a skin on, you could have the spider legs, but it seems like now in the new game, Peter will have the mechanical spider legs like permanently as part of his like costume. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Is his roommate Genki? Because like we get a Genki reference. So it's like, is that him? Because it don't look like him from the comic. Yes. No, that's Genki. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking your word on it. No, it is. Like I'm, I 100% looked it up. Genki, because everyone was talking about how weird it is for him to play a game of Spider-Man that has him in it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you look it up on like the credits and stuff, he's credited, like that voice actor is credited to play Genki. Whoa. What if he's developing the game? Cause like they're at that that like bougie school or whatever. Yeah. So like what if he's just what if he's the one that's like developing the game? What if he's making it based off the fact that like he's roommates with yeah. with Miles Morales? To be honest with you, that is probably what they are insinuating with that. So that makes total sense because he's supposed to be like super smart. Um yeah. so I think that is what they're trying to kind of insinuating is he's making the game. I'd be down for that. And like he's te- he's demoing it then. Yeah. He's testing it out then. I'd be so down for that. That would be cool. Yeah, I like his reference about how like, you know, if I do this for you <laughs> and he's like, eventually I'm going to be your man in the chair, which yeah. is funny because he is like Miles's man in the chair in the comics and stuff. Well, and that's what Ned says in the movies too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why whenever my wife and I went to see it, like we were like, so is, is he actually... His his man in the chair, or like <laughs> currently no, but in the comics he is, and uh, if you eventually if you play the games he is, he's like Spider Man's man well, in the chair. Spoiler alert! I won't get, be able to get to play the game because I don't have a <laughs> PlayStation. Do you, I told you you can play it on Steam. Is that one on the? Is that one on the? Oh yeah, Miles Morales is the. Does that he already the guy in the. Uh, Is he already Miles Morales' like guy in the chair in yeah. that game? Like uh, you don't see Genki in the first one. The first one's about Peter. Right. Miles shows up in it, and there's a big thing for Miles in that game. The second game, Miles, the one that's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Genki's in it, and he's Miles' man in the chair. He's like talking to you on your like whatever Bluetooth headset. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this much. The guy that plays Ned in the um, the Spider-Man movies right now looks way more like Genki than yes. Genki does in, in the, the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ned is featured in the Gwen universe. He's Peter's bully. Really? Yeah. That he. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When he's picking on Peter, he says, uh, Gwen stops it and is like, back off, Ned. And it's, yeah. it's Ned Leeds, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. technically Hobgoblin eventually. So... Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy? Uh, what, which part? <laughs> Just waiting for you to beat Richard to the who. Oh, I know I'm Goblin. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. <laughs> I know that one. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so back on the, the, I love, you know, in her world, you know, the mood ring and everything. Uh, I like that they include the band, the Mary Janes. That's from the comics. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Just to keep on with the whole mood ring thing, did you notice when they got, when she finally went back to her Earth, Earth 65, and she was confronting her dad and stuff like that, and it was raining in pretty much all the universes that they were all kind of showing at that moment in time. Did you notice the backdrop of her, like, rooms and stuff like that, how it was the watercolor vibe was, yeah. like, running, like, rain yeah. in the back. And that, I I forgot to mention that, but that's kind of what it reminds me of, the way, when it, rad- like I said, when they hug and that, that, color radiates it looks like watercolors or something like that but yeah no i noticed it it re-watching it this third time i'm like i mostly focused on the animation and art styles of everything i just thought it was fucking amazing <laughs> yeah man that's definitely like one of my things about this one is just how I'm, it's a even with the first one it, it was 
a different style than what we, or at least what I had really ever known of like an animated or um, CGI type movie or something like that. It was just, it's just really cool how they did all of it. Yeah. Uh, I like the chaos that is hobbies. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. Hobbies. Like, if this movie doesn't win an award for some kind of like best animation <laughs> or best art direction, like, Hobby alone, I know, I remember reading some article that they, like, it, they were editing him because they wanted him to have this certain look where he's like newspaper clippings that are like mm-hmm. constantly changing in like every shot. And it took, a fuck ton of time to do and they literally got done like right up to when like the movie was released <laughs> and it looks fucking phenomenal yeah. and the like if if they get snubbed at any kind of award i'm going to be so mad because this is <laughs> this is something that's never been done before yeah. and i just think it's so cool for a guy that does not have any hair. I don't understand how he got all that hair inside that cow <laughs> or what I got. I'm just I'm just saying that's that's a lot of hair. It's a lot of he's hair. He's got he's got hammer space. That's what it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or the head Put space. it to good use. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh I love that there is one constant in all of the Spider-Verse and it's that uh JK Simmons always plays J. Jonah Jameson in every universe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Doesn't matter if it's the Lego universe. The... Yeah. I love that matter. too. I, I love That's awesome. So Lord and Miller made the Lego movies. They made Lego Movie 1, Lego Movie 2. I think they were producers for Lego Batman. Uh, I know they were for one of like the Ninjago Lego movie. Anyway. Uh, so they they there was some 14-year-old who made a Lego version of this trailer this movie and they loved it so much they had him work on that Lego sequence with the Lego Spider-Man. Yes! Oh, that's, that's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I love the like, beep, boop. And, <laughs> and like, Spider-Man 29 is like, thank you, you know, like Peter, or Lego Peter or whatever. He's like, you're one of our best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that shit's so funny. <laughs> uh, when Gwen meets Miguel for the first time, I love the nicknames of the caped blue satyr <laughs> this is my favorite dark garfield <laughs> and macho libre <laughs> i i hate miguel i really do and miguel and jessica are dicks in this movie like <laughs> miguel has a cool costume yeah it's a bit much it's a bit of a spawn ripoff but like uh other than that, I don't like him. And the interesting thing, and I was going to talk to you all about this, I guess, when we got later, but at the end, near the end of the movie, we kind of have like a team, like a team is forming that's going to help Miles versus a team of, uh, that's going to be like Team Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Team Miguel O'Hara is all non, I, I consider them non-spider people. They weren't bitten by radioactive spiders. Okay. Like, uh, Miguel O'Hara's origin is he gets in like a splice generator and a guy's trying to, I think, like kill him or something anyway. And he splices spider DNA into him. And that's why he has claws and fangs is because he's got like spider DNA. Uh, Jessica Drew was like a science experiment, I think by Hydra or someone. I can't, re- I honestly don't know her origin that that well. And then Ben O'Reilly is a clone of Spider-Man. Yeah. So all three of them are not technically bitten by a radioactive spider. So I don't know what they're doing with that, but there's something there to, to lump them together compared to all the other ones. Are they just trying to say that spiders are lawfully good, actually? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if I would agree with that because I'm terrified of spiders, ironically. <laughs> well, do, do, they, do any of those have an Uncle Ben or a Captain... A captain, technically. Because... Well, technically, okay. So uh, we're gonna. I thought that was like the whole thing was like because the because the captain like everybody has some kind of captain that dies. So I don't know anything about like I said Jessica Drew, but I know she doesn't have an uncle Ben. Her whole thing is that she was a spy. Like technically, she can't even shoot webs. Like this is complete redesign of her from like the comics. Um, she usually can fly, and she shoots like venom blasts or something like that. And they also got her from a different Earth as well, from what I could find. Yes, uh, she's 
from for some reason I wrote everybody's earth except for hers. She's earth from 404. Yeah, 404. Error not found. Jessica Drew not found. Uh, <laughs> 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 um She's also like That's such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm bowing right now. You our listeners can't that see, but great. I'm bowing. That was great. <laughs> it kind of took me a second to catch on to that one. I was like, oh. Let's <laughs> see where he's going with that. Um That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I like the I don't like anything about her, really. Like I <laughs> I don't like that they did the pregnant version of her. I don't like that she has a motorcycle. I don't like that the web shoot out of her fingers. I don't like how like she's silk. like, yeah, like <laughs> I I don't like how she like tries to be a quote unquote mentor to Gwen. But the moment like that Gwen causes trouble, she doesn't defend Gwen at all. She just throws her under the fucking bus. Um I just don't like her at all in this movie. I'm hoping they'll redeem her somehow in the next movie. Same with Miguel, but I've never really liked Miguel, so it is what it is on that. But, I was worried about her and her baby. Yeah. yeah. When when they when he like slammed her up against the bus or whatever and like pinned her down with the webbing and yeah. And Peter B. Parker was like, I guess I taught him pretty well because he did that. I have beef also with that. Peter B. Parker, per all the wikis, is from Earth 616. So we right? have yet another 616 that we have to deal with. <laughs> right? I'm like, what? So to make this even worse, from the stuff that I was seeing, they were labeling it as, as not Earth 616, but either E616 or Earth 616B. Oh, I haven't seen that. 616B. Yeah, I've been seeing that on like the Marvel Wiki and stuff like mm. that. The six one six B, and I'm like, the fuck you say? There's no, no, we're not going to have A and B versions of all these motherfucking Earths right now. Like, yeah, it's not happening. I honestly, I would prefer that over than just making it <laughs> just six one six because then you're like, which one? This one, this one, or this one? <laughs> yeah, but now you've got the comic, the Spider Verse, and then the MCU. Like, yeah. what, so now we're up to C. Like, is yeah. that what this well, is? Uh, <laughs> To make it easy, it should be or the comic version is six one six C for comic. Uh, the movie version, like the like MCU, should just be six one six M for MCU. Uh, the Sony version should be six one six C or S. I mean, for Sony, like there you go, boom, done. But the movie version in the comics is nineteen nine 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 nine, which what, is what Sony just said in their movie. But I know now why they did that. It's because they're Peter B. Parker's from six one six, so they couldn't yeah. say. Because then that would imply that Peter B. Parker's Tom Holland Spider-Man. That's true. And now I know why they did that after looking all this up. But yeah, it, it's so weird that when he says that, I was like, oh my God, Sony did it better than the Marvel? Like, what? Feige, what's going on, bro? <laughs> right? Right? That's funny. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you, but... No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, you jar my memory. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we were talking about it a little bit. My biggest beef with this movie is the canon events and how Peter Parker, all of them, I don't care, even Peter Parked Car would not be cool <laughs> with just letting Uncle Ben die, even if it meant, because the whole point of with the great power comes great responsibility is because he didn't stop that criminal and it ended up killing Uncle Ben. So if he just stopped the criminal, first off, he was already Spider-Man to begin with. And that's the whole reason is he had the power to stop that criminal and he chose not to and it got his uncle killed. So these whole canon things and how like everyone's just cool with it, I'm like, absolutely not. Maybe a few of them, but like that majority that's like chasing after Miles, I'm like, no, absolutely not. I I'm fine with it because it's a, a cool story. I, I feel like they're almost making Miles like he's the most, he's the rickest Rick. Um, <laughs> he's the most Spider-Man. And the I feel like, one. <laughs> I feel like we'll eventually get to like where we think it's headed. Cause I think Miles is going to make like the ultimate sort of like Spider-Man sacrifice. And, but anyway, uh, that's my biggest beef with this movie. So, but that goes back to a point that we were making earlier of, was this group of Spider-Men that's following Miguel, are, are they the ones that don't have a captain or 
a Uncle Ben. Yeah. And what does that say about Tom Holland then? Because Tom Holland didn't have an Uncle Ben nor Captain. He uh, had Aunt May. Aunt May. His, uh, his Aunt May is his Uncle Ben, technically. Right. No, I'm And yeah, you. the Captain thing, I think they're just doing that because like, oh, that happened in the Andrew Garfield movie. Um, right. But uh, yeah, the, 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 okay, so Miguel, I don't think has an Uncle Ben, quote unquote. I mean, he does. He has somebody that's kind of like an Uncle Ben. But anyway, I don't know anything about Jessica Drew, so you're kind of out of luck there. Technically, Ben O'Reilly is the Uncle Ben. Um, and I don't mean that just because he's called Ben, but eventually in an alternate universe with Mayday Parker, he becomes her Uncle Ben. Okay. Yeah. Like, literally, he becomes, he, like, he's Uncle Ben, Ben Riley. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and eventually, like, disappears. I think he comes back. I can't remember now. But, um, yeah. So, no, I don't, but he has all the memories of Peter. And technically, uh, they retconned it. But at the time when, um, ugh, this is why I sighed earlier was because I hate the clone saga. Technically, Ben Riley is the real Peter Parker. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is why they tried doing that. Yeah. I was, yeah, they undid it. But yeah. technically, at the time when that was coming out, Ben Riley was the real Peter Parker. And the Peter Parker that you've been following all along was the clone. <laughs> which I was right? like, no, fuck that noise. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so you mentioned it a second ago, but we got uh, Andrew Garfield. We got his the death scene with uh, Captain Stacy mm -hmm. from the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. So that was his kind of turning point there. We also got Tobey Maguire and his Uncle Ben as a little scene in there as well. And then the infamous Donald Glover as the Prowler in an anomaly deal. That's another score that I fucking love. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Sony, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but why not do a Donald Glover, Glover Prowler movie? Make it a fucking crime heist movie. Do an Ant-Man type style, and but just with less comedy. There you go. Yeah. Like, uh, make it better than Mission Impossible. Come on. That won't be hard. We talked about it in Craven, and yeah, when this, when this shows up, I was like, is are y'all just fucking with us at this point? <laughs> like... <laughs> Right? Because <laughs> like, they even mentioned, they're like, you know, they're making jokes. We got a uh, a moose stereo, which is Spider-Ham's <laughs> Mysterio. And they they said something like, uh, an interesting Craven, which I was like, I hope it ain't the Sony one that they're referring to because that ain't interesting. And then they said a boring <laughs> rhino, which is just like a regular rhino, which is funny. And then, yeah, and then they were like, a prowler. And he was like, prowler? And he's like staring at Don... Uh, is it Donald? Yeah, Donald Glover. And he's like, yo, it's it's rude to stare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, there was a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Um, we see the Insomniac, right around that time, we see the Insomniac, the video game Spider-Man, um, in between some deep-ass cuts of one of the, like, Atari 2600, like, Spider-Man video game, which was, it, you see a uh... pixel guy... And he's supposed that's supposed to be the Green Goblin from that game. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that's cool. I yeah. didn't know that. So, like, going back to the whole Captain thing, so is it kind of implied now that Gwen's dad is not gonna die? Yeah. That he's since he's not a captain anymore. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. But I'm also wondering, due to the events that Kingpin with the super collider and Miles getting the bitten by the spider is all that like a chain reaction. Like in other words, her dad is supposed to die, but because miles and like, she had to go to another universe and come back. And that has all changed like the timeline, mm -hmm. if you will, for her. And he, he wasn't going to quit because she was never supposed to leave her universe. Right. And he was going to become captain and eventually die. So think he think he's like, he's still in final destiny, basically. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably so. Final or final destination? That yeah, movie yeah. Is called. Yeah, yeah. I knew what you meant. Um. So my theory is that when Spot is talking with, sorry, I have to tell a story. To tell a story, and I apologize because <laughs> we're running out of time. We're almost at an hour already. Uh, but uh, Spot mentions when he, we see all the like black and white sketches, how when he created, like he was testing the super collider. Yeah, yeah. The forty-two spider gets sucked up through a portal. If you pause it. Um, or if you're an eagle-eyed viewer, you can see that that spider was about to bite 
the miles in that universe because we see the person that is about to bite has those those uh, braids. braids. So it was meant to bite the prowler of that universe. <laughs> and it was going to turn him into Spider-Man. But instead, it now bites this Miles, which I think sets off a whole chain reaction, which makes yeah. me to believe that the third movie will be that this or the Miles that we've been following is somehow going to undo all that, where he will lose his spider powers, not die, but making the ultimate sacrifice. In other words, like, I'm no longer special, but if I do this, it fixes everything. Yeah. And that's yeah. a very Spider-Man ending. But then if that fixes everything, does that not mean that Gwen's dad has to die, though? Yes, I think I, I think maybe it will, but I don't know. They could change it, you know, where he does find out she's Spider-Man, he quits or something like that, or Spider-Woman, I mean. But if they're... God. This gets like in this dumb <laughs> timey-wimey stuff. bullshit. Because, <laughs> uh, but if they're in... But they're technically in two different Earths. Three? Why would his... Well, I know, I know, but like, why does his like what, what Earth is he on? Six one six. What was he on? Sixteen ten. He sixteen ten. So, what, if he's on his Earth, what does it matter what he did? Well, then it makes because that because it makes, pulled her off of her Earth. Yeah, because huh? she went. She went to Earth sixteen ten, and right, but, like she was never supposed to. She was supposed to just stay on her Earth, do whatever she does normally. But because it it she confronted. Captain uh, Stacy and then got sucked off and he spent whatever, I don't know, six months without seeing her. He's decided to, you know, quit the force. Actually, he decides right then and there because she asks, like, when did you decide this? He's like, right now. So maybe he does quit regardless of finding, like, in other words, he finds out she's Spider-Woman and he's just like, I quit. Which is why, honestly, Miguel might have been so reluctant to let her join the Spider-People or Spider-Society because he's already had to deal with one of those essentially accursions mm -hmm. in you know and on another on another earth right mm. i i want or void whatever they're called whatever this movie like the third one is i really want them to be like no fuck it like we're spider-man we're supposed to save people regardless like we put ourselves in danger over anyone else and like, because that's the character, <laughs> like, and that's what drives me nuts about it. And um, I hope something gets done with about that canon event stuff because that's the one thing that really bugs me. Well, and I think that's what they're doing is drawing a line in the sand between like what the fans know as Spider Man and like what common sense says as far as like what you know other superheroes would probably say. And that's that's the difference between a Spider-Man and other superheroes is the fact of like what you were saying of like, no, they Spider-Man always thinks I can say I can do both. I can do both. Like we've heard that time and time again of I can do both. Yeah, I can do both. So I think that's what it's doing is just drawing a line between the, in the sand of like who believes they can do both and who sits there and follows the the common superhero thought of a world is more important than one. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I love like you're talking about that also when they reveal that Miles is the anomaly and Miguel's just a total dick to him on that. And <laughs> I, I mean, he does. He do, And then like we were, it's revealed that Gwen and Peter B. Parker like knew and they he was like, we, we talked about this. This wasn't supposed to happen this way. And man, my heart breaks like with Miles. Like, yeah. he's like, wait, you knew? Yeah. And that whole scene, man, I love when he like, you know, the whole, we talked about it. I think when the trailer, I was like, this is probably like the end part of the movie. But when he's like, everyone keeps telling me how I'm supposed to live my life. You know, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it myself. I fucking like, I, I think I stood up in my seat in theater. <laughs> I was just like, yes. Cause the thing that I love and we're getting into other stuff, but like legacy characters, Peter Parker, Captain America, I'm fine with them moving on. Like that person dying and replacing them. As long as the person replacing them captures what I love about that character and Miles does that to a T. This Miles, the video game Miles, the comic Miles. And I'm honestly fine with Peter eventually like going away, if you will, and being replaced. But yeah, anyway, I, I'm kind of rambling. I apologize. <laughs> well, there's a reason why Miles is the most popular generation character 
out of all the ones that have come about, like it's not Riri, it's not Kamala. It's well, I mean, Kamala's on up there, but like all these, it's not Amadeus Cho, it's not Sam Wilson. Like none of those other characters do what Miles has done. Yeah. So you made a good character, Bendis. Yeah. <laughs> For once. For once. Oh. Well, Riri's his character. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does the same thing over and over again. He yeah. tries to, he tries every time to make another Miles, is all yeah, he does. Yeah, that's true. Now, it seems. <laughs> I forgot Riri is one of his characters. Yeah. yeah. The other really noteworthy thing I thought was interesting is when Miguel is showing the like timeline to Miles, and we see literally the scene from Loki with the branching timelines and the secret, oh, the, yeah. the sacred timeline. <laughs> I don't know if Sony, I, I don't know. I don't know who was in charge of that. If they got permission from MCU, if they don't need permission, but I was like, that is the same fucking branching timeline from the MCU. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. Like tying it into the other yeah. like multiverse stuff. I feel like it just starts making it even more confusing. <laughs> it's like, yes, here's this big timeline. Oh, but wait, we're spider people, so we have another timeline <laughs> on top of that one. Well, I think what he was saying is this is the like this is the multiverse. So we see that branching, but then when we see the webs, he's like, "But this is specifically like, in other words, if you turned a filter on and went click spider, like just show Spider Man things, right? That that's the part. I I don't know. I feel like that's what that was, but no, I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent on that. But my point is, is that then when you when you go back to your filters. There's going to be an Iron Man one. There's going to be a Captain America one. The, like all every character has their own fucking filter at that point in time. It's like, fuck me, no, never mind. Just close <laughs> this program down. I don't want to see all this shit. I mean, technically, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this right here is exactly why DC started creating Crisis, yeah. um, because they were like, "There's too many multiverses. We can't keep track of all this shit." <laughs> yes, yes. Well, even so, like. When you when you look at the because there's been a, a Gwenverse story that's come out yeah and it's like Gwen you know Ghost Spider as Thor Ghost Spider as Iron Man Ghost Spider as Captain America go and there's even been like what ifs for Miles they were what ifs but like Gwenverse is like literally Gwen as like all these other characters not yeah. just Spider Woman and it's like oh fuck like yeah come on I. I- <laughs> That that's when they're just like banking off the success of of Spider Gwen and stuff, yeah. and they're just like, ah, yeah, throw her and throw throw anything against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, one joke I had was, or not joke, but I I loved the the Spider T Rex when yes! he goes to web sling. He has an onomatopoeia that says T whip, <laughs> T dash whip, and I just. <laughs> Chuckled. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> I like the cat, the spider cat, where he calls up webbing. I thought that was great. He calls up a, like a web ball. Yeah. <laughs> My son was excited about the uh, spider Rex. Oh, really? Like, oh, look at that dinosaur. <laughs> like, of course you like the dinosaur. Who doesn't like the dinosaur? Um, the other thing I like is just the twist of that Earth 30, Earth 42, what Miles is the Prowler. I thought that was really cool. And like, they kind of put it, like, they just blatantly told us, I didn't notice on my first watch, but when the the Wayback Machine, which kind of looks like the Master Weaver from the Spider-Verse comics, it's creepy. I don't like it. Right? <laughs> or not Wayback Machine. That's a that's a website you go to. Go Home Machine. Um, but uh, anyway, it says like Earth 42 when it's sending him. I did not yep. pay attention to that at all because I, it tricked me. My first watch, I was like, oh, and like the jacket he normally wears is red and blue. Yeah. But in that universe, it's purple and green. Yep. And I think even the like the whatever the like accent tones on his skin and stuff are purple and green in that yep. universe. They mentioned the braids and all that stuff. Eventually it caught on to me. I was like, oh shit, he's not in this universe. And it was like right before they reveal that. <laughs> I was going to say, I had that spooled for me. So I was like looking for stuff. And then like when they did the scan and I saw the Earth 42, I was like, ah, that makes sense now. I understand it. And then I saw the purple hoodie underneath the the coat or whatever. I was Mm -hmm. like, bro, that's not your hoodie. Like, so yeah, I I was, I was clued in. I was already spooled, but it was still a nice, it was still a good reveal. Even being spoiled, it was still a good reveal. Yeah. So, and I love that 
that one speaks more with a Hispanic like accent, how he rolls his R's and stuff like that. The Prowler over there on 42. Oh, I didn't when he says Morales, that. he doesn't say Morales. He's, he rolls his R's and Morales. I, I would roll my R now, but I'm not good because I'm a white boy from Alabama. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of rolling R's, uh, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to try it anyway. Pravita Prabarker. Yes! I like it. Is Spider-Man India. We didn't mention anything about him. I love his redesign compared to his like comic version, which is just the red, red and blue Spider-Man costume with like, I don't know, Aladdin type pants. I don't know what those things are called, like MC Hammer pants. <laughs> As I said, they look like sweatpants almost in a sash. <laughs> um, yeah, the sash uh, as well. And anyway, it, it's just not cool. It's just very like, oh, how original. But this one looks great. I love it. And he, he's yeah. got that bangle that he like uses as like a fulcrum, if you will, to like sling yeah. it around. I don't know. It's just really cool. I thought it was a yo-yo. <laughs> yo-yo, whatever. <laughs> um, I just thought that was really a nice little design for him. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah, no. And I love the voice actor too. Isn't that the, yeah. isn't that the, the taxi driver from Deadpool? Yeah, that's... I forget. I forget. <laughs> uh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. That's hilarious. I'm trying to find his name real quick. Uh, Karan uh, Sonny, which I'm trying to remember his character name in Deadpool. Uh, yeah, it was Dopinder. Yes, yes, that's awesome. But yeah, well, Jeremy, where do you think, or do you have any ideas, or where would you like to see this movie go? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you're going to see what, if he can save his his dad and everything, and um, but I don't, I don't really don't know. Like that was one thing I was going to ask. Do we have have they released yet? when the next one's supposed to come out, or at least a, an estimate of when it's supposed to come out? I want to say it was slated for 24, but I could be totally wrong with that. So, so. This, I, had, I had somebody else tell me that they, they thought it was like March of next year, and I was like, holy cow. I mean, that'd be awesome if it was, but I wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed, too, just because of all the all the other stuff that's been going on. I don't know if that... The writer's strike, and yeah. now the actor's strike that's going on as well. Um... Yeah, I I think I think they're right. I think it was slated for twenty four because I think they were act. It took so long to get this one out because yeah. they were doing both movies at the same time. That's oh, okay. what the rumor that I was hearing. I mean, but don't make, quote it, me on that. It would make sense. Like if you're, I mean, if you're already making it a two part movie, why not just you know keep rolling? You're already you already got the the ball rolling here, and just let it let it keep going downhill. Like right. <laughs> Already got the voice actors doing stuff as yeah. well, and like they're already feeling all the emotions and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah. I am. I'm just. I'm anxious to see the next one. Like, I'm, I'm. Like I said at the beginning, I had a had realized that hey, we've been in here for a while, and I don't see this thing, you know, finishing before like too long, and then. But I was like, I don't, I'm not ready for it. Like, I don't want it to stop. But so it was a, it was a good, a good movie. And I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm hopefully it won't get delayed too much. <laughs> cool. Y'all got anything else? I think we've, I think we've covered this movie well enough. Uh, do y'all recommend anybody see this? I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, but yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10. I <laughs> like I was telling, actually just was having a conversation last night about it and saying like these, these two are, my favorite Spider-Man movies. So out of all the Spider-Man movies, these these are my favorites. Yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that. I, I like, like I said, I like the first one better than this one, but these are still like far and beyond better than anything else we've gotten in live action. Yeah, amazing how cartoons and stuff like that kind of take over. You know, you talk about Batman the animated series and the Spider-Man now and I think you know everybody loves the Superman animated I don't know if everybody puts that one above Christopher Reeves but a lot of people really like that Superman animated series as well so it's amazing how the animated stuff kind of takes over yeah and it's it's going to be interesting to see this uh, the Turtles movie yeah, whenever it's coming out see if it's going to be better yeah my son's hyped about that too yeah I mean granted it's going to be it's not 
the the original live action ones are always going to be a classic, and they're, I mean, it's going to be a staple. But yeah, uh, I mean, and it's you can't really can't compare between now and then. It'd be hard to, but still, I, I think this one's got potential to be a really good movie. We did do a podcast though talking about the longevity <laughs> of the first one. Yes, we yes, did exactly. So people should go back and listen to that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah, I absolutely would recommend this to anybody. Like, I have. Like, I've been like, hey, have you seen it? No, you need to go see it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Cool. Well, do y'all got anything else y'all want to add to this? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I'm good. Awesome. Jeremy, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's Night with a K. And you can, of course, find me here. Cool. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have a Twitter, an Instagram, and a threads all underneath the handle Night Curry. Night, like day and night, and curry with a K. Uh, if you want to contact me directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on Twitter, our Twitter handle is Comically Comics with an X for X Men. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. I know. I know. <laughs> awesome. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Well, all being said, flip you later, Jeremy. Uh, what? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> flip, Jeremy. Flip. Oh, flip. Oh, bye. Flip. Flip. Um. Double tap to release and flip it out again. Okay. Swift and release. And whip, release. Whip and release. You're an actor. Whip, release. Feel the rhythm? Woo! <laughs>